Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Very sad news to open up the show today. The family of Joe Laurinaitis tweeted Wednesday morning, the man known to millions as Road Warrior Animal has passed away at 60 years old. On behalf, one half of the legendary Road Warriors Legion of Doom tag team, Laurinaitis leaves behind a wife, two sons, and a daughter. Family said they will release a statement on Wednesday afternoon. Laurinaitis was trained in Minnesota by Eddie Sharkey alongside future stars Mike Hegstrand, who was Hawk, Rick Rude, Barry Darso. Soon after his debut in 1982 as The Road Warrior, manager Paul Ellering put he and Hegstrand together and renamed them. After working out some early kinks with their look, the rest is history. The two competed in every top promotion in the world winning nearly every tag team championship imaginable. Hegstrand's well-documented issues with drugs and alcohol caused the two to drift apart personally and professionally before they reunited. Hegstrand died October 2003 of a heart attack at just 46 years old. Laurinaitis and Hegstrand inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame in 2011. Through the latter years of his career and during his time away from Hegstrand, Laurinaitis was active as a singles wrestler. With short runs in WWE, WCW, TNA, Indies. He wrote a book in 2011, launched the What a Rush podcast in 2017. Very, very sorry to announce his death. We'll talk about him on the program today. What are your memories of Road Warrior Animal and the Road Warriors? You can send us a text message here, 425-780-7566. We can discuss that today as well as all of the news. We got raw ratings. We got updates for AEW and NXT tonight. What's going to be on both of those shows? We have a new match announced for the TakeOver coming up in a couple of weeks here. And John Cena has a deal in place to play this character that he's been working on with Suicide Squad for HBO Max. So that and so much more. And we will kick it off after the break. Wrestling Observer Live. Presents the sounds of the old world. 
The year is 2019, and someone is waiting for the previews to start in a movie theater. Hey, you want anything? Popcorn? Soda? No, nothing. This has been The Sounds of the Old World. Brought to you by Progressive, where drivers can still switch and save like it's 2019. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Attention homeowners. Do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with instant closings, instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800-426-2301. 800-426-2301. That's 800 426-2301. For muscle pain, body aches to strains. Blue Emu Maximum Arthritis. It works fast and you won't stink. Its unique formula with Emu Oil penetrates deep to relieve arthritis pain, sore muscles, joints, and more. Blue Emu Maximum Arthritis. It works fast and you won't stink. Find Blue Emu at Walmart, CVS, Walgreens, and other chains. Or visit blue-emu.com. Blue Emu Maximum Arthritis. It works fast and you won't stink. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Got a lot to get into here today. The death of Road Warrior Animal today. We don't have a lot of details. Family says they'll they'll release a statement later on this afternoon. But Road Warriors were something else. I mean, they did a lot of different things during their career. I Just a few years ago, was watching a bunch of the NWA shows were available in the WWE Network, and the Road Warriors were just the greatest. They came in, and they absolutely obliterated these jobbers. Just destroyed them in seconds. Their music playing the whole time, although on the WWE Network, 
for per, per, virtually every show. I mean, it's a it's a toss up what kind of music you're gonna get, but they'd come out here and they'd destroy these jobbers and saw the angle where they did the the weightlifting contest with the powers of pain. An animal got his eye injured and came back with the deal and they're supposed to be heels but nobody boos them and there was so much great stuff and then of course ultimately for I think a lot of the people listening to this right now I mean for many of the younger listeners your best memories of of the Road Warriors are actually when they were the Legion of Doom and the WWF and that was hit and miss I mean we went to watch those superstar shows and what do we see the Legion of Doom and uh puppet he came out here somebody's brilliant idea was to have pollering manage them and how did the road warriors what did the road warriors need to get so angry well they needed a puppet to motivate them that was like the storyline and it sucked but what sucked even worse was when they returned again during the monday night wars and road warrior hawk i mean he'd had personal issues throughout his entire career but they came back and they made that into a storyline. And Hawk was like a drug addict. And they did the storyline where he climbed up on top of the Titan Tron and, and fell off and died. But he didn't die. I mean, it was just, it was horrific. But Animal, through all of this, the thing with Hawk and Animal was, Hawk was like always the really wacky, crazy guy. And he would still destroy people and everything like that. But if you ever listen to a Hawk promo... It's like, what in God's name is this guy talking about? You never knew. But Road Warrior Animal was always like, he was the, what would the word be? The period at the end of the sentence for sure when he came to Well, the sure, that, but he was he was the, the straight and narrow is probably the wrong term, but he was the straight man <laughs> yeah. in the Road Warriors. And no matter what stupid stuff was happening, what crazy stuff was happening with Hawk, what goofy promo he was cutting, Animal was always just the badass. And he'd finish that promo, and then he'd go out there and he'd maul people. And even after even after Hawk passed away, I mean, Animal showed up all over the place. You'd, you'd see him in Impact. He came back to WWE. We got a, a magazine cover here that, that Mike is holding up. He had he had the appearance in, uh, in where was it? It was... Um, uh, he was in Impact. He showed up. He was, at, he was at AEW, actually, several years ago. But... I mean, there was a show that I watched. It might have been... I mean, we watched so many of these retro shows, I can't even remember what show that we were watching. But I think it might have been one of the WCWs there at the end. But Animal showed up, and he was like the highlight of the match. And this was like in the year 2000, 2001. It's like, he was just out there showing everybody else how to do it. But very, very sad story. We don't know details. 60 years old. It absolutely sucks. Anything else you'd like to add about the Road Warriors, Mike? They're just way too young, you know. The Road Warriors just an incredible team. This, you know, th this cover, you know, this wasn't long after they had become a team, and they had already taken everybody by storm. For as much as Hulk Hogan was a, a singles revelation in the '80s, the Road Warriors were just as much, and meant just as much for a lot of people out there. Just an incredible team. Uh, the Russians, the Midnight Express. No matter who it was that you put them up against, it was incredible. And you know. Uh, Joe Laurinaitis, the man, uh, was a part of a family that, you know, it gets snickered about because of, you know, the character that Johnny Ace became. But, you know, Johnny Ace was in the wrestling business. Uh, their brother, uh, Marcus, was the Terminator. At this point, like right now in 1987, 
uh, both Johnny Ace and, and Marcus were kind of revitalizing themselves and, and trying to like claw their careers out right now in UWF that Jim Cur uh, Crockett had bought them. They were all working. All three brothers were working for Jim Crockett promotions at that time. And obviously they all reached different levels of success with Joe being the biggest success. But, you know, unlike Hawk, who had a lot of problems outside the ring, he didn't have those problems with Animal. And in a lot of ways, you're right when you said he was he was the straight man of the team because he did play a lot more straight and narrow than, than Hawk did. Not to say that he was an angel or anything, but when you hear of all of these stories from all these great wrestlers, a lot of them have terrible, terrible, terrible family lives. And you don't have that with Joe Laurinaitis. In fact, what you have is a pretty good guy that was said to be a pretty damn good father. And... Obviously, his kid became a, a, a real athlete of note at Ohio State and later on uh, in the NFL with the St. Louis Rams, and I'm not sure exactly who else he may have played for in his career, but made it to an all-pro level, if I'm not mistaken. So that's really the best story that you can tell about Joe Laurinaitis, Road Warrior Animal, is what kind of person he was outside of the ring and how his family treated him, as well as the incredible heights that the Road Warriors got to because, hey, there's always going to be a Road Warrior pop. The same way there's always a gorilla position, Everybody's always going to be lusting after that Road Warrior pop. It was AEW, or it was All In, which technically was not AEW, but that's largely the birth of what became AEW. But yes, Ellering, Ellering came back, and they tried to make a new Road Warriors with the uh, AOP. And listen, I know I, I rant about WWE all the time, but... Dude, how hard is it to make a new Road Warrior? And this is no disrespect to to Animal and Hawk, but I mean this the the way to do it was pretty simple. Two big scary dudes that went in and just massacred everybody. That's all they did. Yeah, if you went to a house show, you might see a little bit longer match or something like that. But I mean, that's the formula, and it worked for the Road Warriors, and it worked for Goldberg. But, of course, we are told that, well, you know, it's it's 2018, 2020, whatever. Just can't do things like that anymore, they say. Of course. Not. And what happens is no one gets over and they can't figure out why. Well, anyway. This person says, the Road Warriors were a staple of my childhood. Watching them in my cousin's house every Saturday night. It's sad to see a, le a legend leave us. Rest in power, animal. If you got comments on Road Warrior Animal, you're welcome to send them in. We, I don't know, we're probably not going to do any phone calls here today, so just text us whatever you want, because final segment of the show, we're going to have Kenny King on the show, talking the new Ring of Honor TV show, and the Pure Tournament, and all that kind of fun stuff. Should note that the Raw Show Monday, which we spent all day yesterday ranting about, 1.67 million viewers. Down 1% in total audience, 18 to 49 stayed even, as did 18 to 34. So, there you go. Total viewers, 27th overall. The NFL game, which, by the way, Mike, mm -hmm. you want to tell everyone about your fantasy football performance this week, or we're just going to try and bury the lead here? Oh, and Rodney Rogers League, I, I won that, actually. I did very, very well. So well, shout out to my main man, Rodney. Rodney we all Rogers love Rodney. League. You know Rodney. We all talk about Rodney. Great guy. Yeah. I, I did take a big W in his win, in his league. So. Well, you know, everyone, if you haven't been following, I won't waste a lot of your time, but the F4W Good. Fantasy Football League, I Rigged. I slaughtered Mike Sempervivi in week Set two. Up. This is coming off beating Vinny V in week one. 
You're beating yourself. So 2-0 in the league. I think last week Mike was bragging about being the linear champion of the F4W Fantasy Football League. Well, he's not the linear champion anymore. Uh, that would be me. I am the Here. linear champion. Here, I got you. Uh, fantasy belt, football. Okay? It's not. It's not a, a, a fantasy championship belt. In fact, it's the only belt I have. It's kind of a a bootleg version of the NWA World Title Belt. But you can here. I I, I bequeath this to no, you. No, I don't want that. I don't want that toy. Wait till you see the belt that I am having created for me as the linear fantasy football champion. It's one of the most beautiful belts you'll ever see. But I am the champion, everyone. And we'll be back in a moment with more Wrestling Observer Live. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, 
visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. we got a lot of news to get into here. I should note that this Friday, Lance Storm is going to join us for his weekly podcast, only for subscribers at WrestlingObserver.com. And Lance... Lance is on the show this coming Friday, and every Friday, talking about his career in professional wrestling because of the Road Warriors. If it were not for the Road Warriors, Lance, I don't know what he'd be doing. Coaching volleyball, I have absolutely no idea. But he got into the business because he was such a gigantic fan of the Road Warriors. So he'll have a lot to say about Road Warrior Animal this coming Friday on the show. I was never a gigantic enough fan, though, to go the uh, reverse mohawk like Hawk, though. Lance doesn't seem like the kid. Would well, actually, the, the, the funny thing is, about a week ago, Lance was posting some pictures because it's, I think it was like his 30-year anniversary in the business or something like that, but he's posting some pictures. One of them, he's there doing his road warrior pose, and his traps are popping out, and <laughs> it was awesome. So it's up there on his social media. I would like to also mention, since people in the chat were asking about it, I don't have an update on Jim Valley as of today, but last week he did successfully get a tracheotomy, I believe it's called, and I believe he is, is still on the ventilator, but he is able to communicate a little better now, and he still cannot talk, but they are hopefully going to be able to do some rehab stuff coming up here pretty soon. But no update besides that. But I can tell you that I have been sending his wife screenshots of of comments that people have made on Twitter, get well wishes throughout social media, and Jim is very happy to receive all of those. That's so awesome. whatever you're sending out, we're going to try to get it to Jim the best we can and, and hopefully help him, him feel better. So that's the update on Jim Valley. So, actually, I have been alerted that Lance did, in fact, have the Road Warrior haircut for about a week. He's going to tell us about it on the show. Wait, the the Mohawk or the reverse right. Mohawk? I guess, I guess we'll find out. You'll have to tune oh, in to my. find out. Where's I always love that they both week? they both had a haircut where if you put it together like a puzzle, it was a full head of hair. Well, did you ever hear that story that Animal told? It's on one of the... I don't know where he had told the story, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm pretty sure he's told it multiple times where it's like, you know, Hawk came to him and was like, you get a mohawk and I get a reverse mohawk and it looks like we can plug each other in. And it was just... <laughs> well, and I'm not doing a very good Hawk impression there, but I, I don't have to. It I don't was, think anybody can do a good Hawk impression. Well, like that's very different. The, the most anybody can do because that's... It, he, it was well in hay. Because that was Hogwood. Well, and then he would do whatever he was going to do. And like, you're going to end up in the hospital. Tell him, big man. And then there would be Animal. Hey! And then he would just point to the camera. He kind of had that little gap in his tooth. And he would just kind of point and look. And it was like, Hawk was the crazy one. But Animal was the one in some ways that you were far more scared of. Oh, man. Uh, Animal was the one who, like, that's that was, it was so good that he ended the promos. Because I would watch promos with, it, with Hawk. And I'm like... What is this guy talking about? 
I mean, it was the 80s, so I don't even know if he knew what he was talking about. But He didn't. I, I'm just sitting there just in, in – I'm just baffled. But then Animal would jump in, and he would say something that wasn't funny. And by the time he was done, I was like, man, these mulkies, they're done for. They're going to die. Not, not well, that this... he needed to tell us, but he hammered <laughs> he it the home. the exclamation point. And he was, I mean, talk about strong, too. He was the, again, Hawk looked great. It's not that Hawk wasn't strong, but Animal was an absolute, absolute beast. One of those, again, you know, just pick you up and put you wherever you wanted to. You know, Rick Steiner, those types of guys who are just freakishly strong. Ron Simmons, another one. And then Animal, on top of it, more weight pushed than probably either one of those guys do. Just an absolute animal, a literal animal out there. And then... Just some of the stuff too, the the stuff with the Midnight Express, because that's with the Road Warriors. A lot of times you can't like, what's your favorite Road Warrior match? Uh, you know, there's a couple like the scaffold match with the Midnights and stuff like that. But it was just the fact that the stuff they were involved with, whether it was six mans with Dusty that would devolve into these blood wars with the road, you know, with whoever it was, it with the, the Russians or uh, the Midnights, the Horsemen, obviously. I mean, that stuff was all just incredible, incredible stuff. All right, so tonight we got AW versus NXT. The AW show has the debut of Miro in the ring. He's going to road warrior somebody. We got Brody Lee versus Orange Cassidy for the TNT title. Moxley, Darby Allen, and Will Hobbs will be facing Lance Archer, Brian Cage, and Ricky Starks. Hikarushita and Thunder Rosa versus Diamante and Ivelisse. And an appearance by Chris Jericho. The NXT show, we've got the Wacky Gauntlet Eliminator match, which is Kushida, Cameron Grimes, Kyle O'Reilly, Timothy Thatcher, and Bronson Reed. And the Women's Battle Royal, we have Rhea Ripley, Candice, Tegan, Dakota, Raquel, Shotzi, Aaliyah, Caden Carter, Indy Hartwell, Zia Lee, and Casey Catanzaro, I presume among others. And... I should mention here that something happened with COVID and NXT. And there were a lot of rumors over the last couple of days. The word outbreak was used, which I think when people hear the word outbreak, they're thinking like, you know, 40 people. But this is what I can tell you. So when they started announcing the competitors for this gauntlet eliminator, and, I mean, I like all of these guys, but when you think of these are your five top contenders for the, it's not the North American title, it's the main NXT title. And we're talking, you know, Timothy Thatcher has lost like 50 matches, and Bronson Reed is, is doing all right. Kyle O'Reilly hasn't had a singles match, I think, in two years. You have to go back to a progress show in 2018, the last time he had a singles match. And Kushida got a win, but, I mean, Cameron Grimes is, he's not a jobber, but, I mean, he loses virtually all of his feuds. Huh. So people were, like, concluding, well, there must have been, like, this COVID thing must have taken out everybody, and so this is what we are left with, all right? So when I first started hearing the rumors, I, I asked some people at NXT, and they had heard nothing about it. Zero. And they said that, you know, the stories that COVID is, is why these matches are the way. There's nothing to it. They had heard nothing about an outbreak. So John Alba reported that he had heard some stories about something in COVID down there. 
And the fact of the matter, everybody, is just like the last time that WWE had a big outbreak, I mean, they don't want anybody talking about anything. They want this to be top secret. They don't want you tweeting about it. They don't want you talking about it. They got angry at people that revealed that they had COVID. I mean, they have clamped down on this. So the reality is we're probably never going to find out the extent of what happened with NXT and COVID. But over the past couple of days, I mean, it appears virtually a certainty that some people in NXT got COVID. It appears it was not a, a gigantic number of people because there were a lot of people that honestly told me they'd heard nothing about it. But it does appear that it did happen. It was some people. We'll probably never know an actual number. But I, I wish I could tell you more, but that's the way things are going right now. They, they don't want anything out. And for all I know, they may have had everyone sign uh, like something new in their contract, uh, like a, a non-disclosure or something about COVID. I don't know. But it's certainly being kept very quiet. That's the update. Yeah, you heard, you know, the possible number, and it was like, you know, it just it's it's what it is right now. And seeing it with college football and things, it just these outbreaks are going to happen. I don't know if that's why this match was structured in the way that it was. You know, maybe they had the open spot just because in case somebody did get sick or something like that. Maybe that's why they decided to go that route. It just seems to me that the names that you mentioned, I'm not as down on this match as you are because it just seems like they rushed a takeover on and they got a bunch of names that people would be happy with that would make a good match against Finn Balor because any of those names would be. This seems like... To me, it's just I, I don't know. I, I'm not I'm not down on the names as again as it's set up as you are. Although I, I do understand what you're saying. One thing I want to point out before we go to break Where's is Johnny Gargano. I, like his whole storyline is that him and Candice are going to win the titles and take over the promotion. How how is he not in this match? I don't know. But then you you point out, look at the character. I mean, he's out there in a house throwing spaghetti, crying, crying about his TV. You put him in the match, you can make the same sort of case. You know, they haven't they haven't done a great job in a lot of ways. Compared with a to lot Kyle O'Reilly? Well, Kyle O'Reilly, Kyle I O'Reilly guess. not only has not had a singles win since 2018, he vanished. But he, he challenged Ciampa. And he was a he played a fine doctor at Hollywood or, or during these vignettes, I guess. I don't know what the reasoning is. One thing I do know is one thing that they should do, and one thing WWE should do that Dynamite did last night during their late show was in the first match with Ben Carter and Scorpio Sky, they actually put up what was going to be taking place for everybody that happened to be tuning in after basketball for tonight's show. And that's, you know, have those types of plans ready. I would love to see NXT actually have a bunch of stuff set up tonight to be ready to be announced tonight for next week. I'd like to see that happen. Although, regardless, of no matter what, like I've been saying, I just want to see both shows do better off the shows from last week. Yes, everyone's noted that they did announce today that Gargano is challenging for the North American title. And I'm just pointing out their storyline. Like, their storyline was that Johnny Gargano wants to be the NXT champion. That's their storyline. Now he's facing for the North American title, and Kyle O'Reilly is somehow challenging for a spot for the heavyweight title. Anyway, Kenny King's joining us next, everybody. Observer Live.
El Segundo. I gotta get it. I got, got to get it. I left my wallet in El Segundo. Left my wallet in El Segundo. Stop wasting your time struggling to loosen rusted nuts and bolts. Start using Freeall Deep Penetrating Oil. Freeall spreads deep into rusted or frozen parts to help release tough bolts and washers. Its formula delivers three times more lubricant. That means less sprays, less torque, and less time than any other penetrating oil on the market. It's even silicone-free. Professionals have trusted Freeall Deep Penetrating Oil for over 40 years. Now it's your turn. Get Freeall today at AutoZone, O'Reilly, and Napa. Look for the silver can. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 45 That's 800-754-4531. Football, basketball, and baseball are all back, and that means it's time to get your bets down. There's only one five-star sports book, and that's BetUS.com. Why, you ask? BetUS is the pioneer in online betting. With more than 25 years in the biz, you need a sports book with integrity and longevity. You need a sports book that offers everything, including live betting, MMA, golf, horses, esports, entertainment, and all kinds of crazy prop bets and futures. Call today, 1-800-MY-BETTIS. That's 1-800-MY-BETTIS, and they'll walk you through getting started. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Kenny King is joining us, and he sounds pretty good right now. Kenny, how you doing? I'm uh, feeling pretty good, so that's a good thing. Excellent. You've got a you got a match coming up this weekend with Josh Woods here in this pure title tournament for Ring of Honor. And what are your thoughts on on this match? I know you already know what happened, but let's let's preview it here for the people. Well, you know, uh, Josh Woods is a guy that 
a lot of people look at it a lot of different ways, right? Josh is a young guy coming to Ring of Honor. He's kind of trying to fill, fill his way out. In the last couple of months, he's kind of been stuck behind Silas Young's leg. But that doesn't mean that Josh Young is, an accomplished, is not an accomplished martial artist. It doesn't mean that he's not an accomplished amateur wrestler. Uh, and that doesn't mean that he's not dangerous. So I didn't sleep on Josh Woods at all. I went back to the drawing board. I went back to some, some of my basic jiu-jitsu training. Uh, I went back to just some of my basic pro wrestling technical training. So I'm taking Josh Woods uh, very, very, very seriously. So are you in Vegas right now? You're in Vegas, right? Uh, that's where I live, but I'm in California right now. In California right now. So you mentioned your your jiu-jitsu training and such. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of places to train in Las Vegas. And are you doing some stuff like that on your on your off time or or was this stuff from the past? No, this is uh I mean, I I came into the pro wrestling game with a pretty decent uh, jiu-jitsu background. I trained at one of the first Gracie schools in Florida. This is way back when. Um, but <clears throat> my, in my current training regimen, uh, there's a Gracie school literally like right around the corner from my house that I, uh, that I train at and go roll at every so often. And uh, from my most of my cardio training, I train with uh, Jeff Mayweather, who's Floyd's uncle. And we do a lot of like just intense, uh, high-intensity cardio stuff. So this pure tournament, I mean, the it's a very simple television show, which actually is one of its biggest strengths. You interview one of the competitors, you interview the other competitor, they have a wrestling match, and somebody wins. I, I guess your thoughts on, on how do they approach you with this and, and you know, talking to you about the interview that you're going to cut beforehand. I mean, how would you compare this to anything that you have done prior? Well, uh, I think the idea is like simplicity works, right? This is um, the other pro wrestling companies uh, for good, bad, or in between have continued uh, to produce content. WWE, Impact, AEW, uh, Ring of Honor has decided to obviously take our take the, the extreme precautions that they did. Uh, but what this is showing you is that that there is still a very very big demand. People are clamoring uh, for Ring of Honor in the pro wrestling marketplace. So the easiest way to do this would be to go back to go back to basics, right? What what made Ring of Honor Ring of Honor, which was the wrestling, which is the essence of that is the pure ch- turn, the pure championship, the pure tournament. So, um, you know, that's, that is uh, the way that we, in our Zoom calls and, you know, our talent and our office meetings, but really just kind of see how can we, uh, how can we bring this back to our fans and how can we present this uh, in, in a way that's, that's interesting. It's, it's alluring to people. And, Getting back down to basics, it's a sport. The whole sport of this thing. So sitting down, getting the guys' perspectives, their interviews. I mean, I've sat down and done sat down and done a million interviews, uh, and but this is it. It felt good to be doing this um, to get back to work, and it and it's not so much a a pro wrestling promo as it is you got two guys that uh, that have been haven't wrestled for a while and have designs on winning the pure tournament. And I think when you have that, and then you have sixteen of those guys. Uh, you're going to get a great mix. So we had Jay Lethal on last week, and you know he had done his interviews, he had done his his match, but he got a chance to see everything for the first time, and he was like a little kid. He was he was such a fan of it, and the feedback that we have gotten to the show, I mean, it seems like there's there's more buzz coming off of this show 
than there had been with Ring of Honor before the pandemic. People, people are, they really like this pure tournament. As a fan, or even just as a wrestler, when you look at what they have done and what you experience doing it, what do you think about the idea that this sort of thing continues and this kind of becomes Ring of Honor's trademark as opposed to when things going back to, when things go back to normal kind of going back to what Ring of Honor used to be doing? Well, I think that you have to look at it like that this is kind of the evolution, right? Um at Ring of Honor started the pure tournament to be different or the pure championship to be different. Um and you know, it was kind of fashionable to dump on Ring of Honor before the uh, before the pandemic, and, and you know we we had, we had some 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 issues. Uh, but like I said, it is just it's indicative of the fact that Ring of Honor still has a very big foot place in the market uh, in the market because it's only been what four matches, and people are clamoring. They're very excited because it, we brought it back to you know the girl that got brought us to the dance. Now, as far as continuing. Uh, in this in this uh in this way i just think that pro wrestling shows are just like anything else the variety shows you have to have a uh, a a variety of different acts and, and and things to keep people entertained or else it will get stagnant because for even as uh you know as many world class wrestlers as you had in the pure in, in the pure division back in the day aj nigel john walters all of that they still unify the titles the pure the the, the idea of the pure a, strictly a pure uh, championship was dying off. So I think that it's something that we definitely keep, but I think that our fans are, are going to, uh, you know, want us to go back to just add this to, you know, already what was working. You know, Kenny, let's be real about it. There's been some real highs and some real lows for ring of honor, you know, especially since the super card show uh, in April of 2019, you know, some, in, in ROH's control and some out of out of their control, but it seemed like leading into WrestleMania this year, they had the pure title tournament set up, the anniversary was set up. It seemed to be a real rebirth look to be set to happen in ROH, and unfortunately the pandemic took some of that away. How do you feel right now about the position that Ring of Honor is in, not only your place in the company, but the company's place on the landscape? And what can you say about Ring of Honor that maybe people have forgotten about in the midst of all of this negativity that's been taking place? Um, well, to answer that, I mean, Ring of Honor is still Ring of Honor. Uh, Ring of Honor has influenced every major company that you watch to this day. The Ring of Honor style is now standard. Uh, is not the industry standard. So, um, you know, you're absolutely right. There were some good times. There were some bad times, some ups and downs. Um, and, and like I said, it just kind of became fashionable to, to point out, you know, everything negative about Ring of Honor, which is fine. Where, where you know, every company has those, uh, has those, those you know, those cycles. But um, like you said also, to your point, there just felt like there was a resurgence. It felt like there was... Um, just some fresh energies, fresh creative energies, some fresh energy in the locker room, and everybody was really just kind of ready to put whatever happened in 2019 behind us and just really push forward into 2020. Uh, and of course, obviously, it happened. I mean, we had so many great, we had two great shows, and then have, we had Vegas shows lined up, which were going to blow everybody away. Um, and you know, uh, things happen. But I think we're in a u unique position now because. Uh, <laughs> 
on on one end, you have a lot of people sleeping on us. A lot of people are like, oh, Ring of Honor's coming back, or what are they going to come back and do X, Y, Z? But then you have a lot of people who are like, huh, well, let's come back and see what they do because of the offering of the Pure Tournament. So we're in a good spot because what you have, what you fail to, a lot of people fail to, re- to realize is that look at the Ring of Honor roster, top to bottom. Um, you still have the elite, uh, no pun intended, uh, as far as the pro wrestling world is concerned, that can go, that can go main event anywhere in the world. So uh, as long as the core talent still remains that that high level, uh, when we get back and when we get ready, we are all. Uh, you have to think about this. Most of us haven't had this much time off, and this is my uh, the most time off I've had in I think 11 years of my pro wrestling career. So everybody's ready, everybody's healed, uh, and we're just excited to get back and just really blow through it. Yeah, there's a silver lining in 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 the the pandemic. It's a lot of guys need to get a chance to rest. And you know, I wasn't bullish on bringing the pure title back when they announced it. But if there's a silver lining in the pandemic, in how they brought back the TV, I think it's a real. I think it was the best way possibly to reintroduce the pure title. And you've been able to get some guys like your Tony Deppins and Wheeler Yudas and guys like that who aren't associated with Ring of Honor and and getting some people like Dalton Castle and like yourself calling back on on some of the knowledge that maybe people either forgot that you had or didn't know that you had in your repertoire, going back to the basics to go back out there. Are you ready for this to be a thing? I know Brian kind of asked you if you'd like to see it continue, but is there a place for the pure title in this way, in this form? Or would you like to see, once fans come back, would you like to see some of the rules get amended again and, and kind of flow it back in, in, into uh, into the realm of uh, of Ring of Honor, regular Ring of Honor programming? Or do you want to keep it its own special thing? No, I think it has to remain uh, its own special thing. I think that that is that's going to be the draw. That's going to be what 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 takes people and say, okay. And if you say, hey, this is a pure tournament match or pure rules match, uh, people now sit up in their seats and say, okay, I'm expecting something different. Same as if you say, hey, this next match is going to be, uh, you know, competing on the hardcore rules. The people know that they're going to be seeing something different. So. Um, kind of go back to what I said, this Ring of Honor is a variety show, uh, and you know that we're going to have at least two matches where it's just pure wrestling, and that's your thing, uh, and, and that's a lot of people's thing nowadays, a lot of people just want to watch good wrestling, uh, then, then Ring of Honor continues to have something for you while having something for your friend and have something for your other friend. So I definitely think it needs to stay uh, its own special thing because it is special. It is It sets itself apart from everything else. So you mentioned this was the longest time off that you'd had in years. And how did the time off affect you? I mean, it affected everybody differently. Some people's whole lives were turned upside down. Some people had some, you know, if you always work from home anyway, I mean, you probably haven't had too many changes besides wearing a mask here and there. But how did it affect you personally? And as much as anybody loves pro wrestling, did you appreciate getting to have some time off? Uh, well, it affected me personally in as much as that uh, I have two teenagers that don't go to school anymore. Oh. <laughs> and that, uh, that affects anybody as, uh, as much <laughs> as anything else. Uh, you know, in the, in the early going, it was, you know, there's a uniqueness and a newness of it that kind of was like, oh, my God, this is unprecedented. We've never done this before. This is kind of, a, uh, I mean, it, it, it was almost like low-key exciting, right? And then 
uh, it became like Groundhog Day. You didn't really know what day was Thursday, what day was Saturday. You just kind of get up and do the exact same things every single day uh, and just trying to figure out when we're going to be able to get back to work. Um, and then, you know, summer came, the kids were off school, and uh, it's just, <laughs> there's just a whole lot. And I will go back and say I did appreciate the time off. I did appreciate the, the ability to uh, to let my body rest and, and all of that. But um, you do realize how much you enjoy. I mean, I, I didn't know that I missed airports that much. I used to hate the airport. Now it's the first time I went back. I was like, yes, this place is great, right? So, um, and that, that feeling didn't last very long, but yet still I had it. Um, so it's just the things that from my, from our life and the, the daily grind that I guess we took for, for granted that uh, that I definitely am looking forward to getting back to now. And, uh, you know, this this is just a thing where we, it's just a test of everybody's own kind of personal mental uh, mental durability. This is not easy on anybody. Nobody's ever done anything like this before. So uh, especially if you have a family, you kind of have to kind of take it upon yourself to keep keep yourself in order so that nobody else falls apart. Well, Kenny, let's very quickly get some plugs out here for your social media, and I'll plug all of the Ring of Honor stuff when we come back from the break. Yeah, well, if you want to get in touch with me, or you do that now or come back from the break? You can do now. Oh, yeah. Well, if you want to get in touch with me, man, I'm, I'm pretty uh, I'm pretty sociable on the social media machines. Uh, Kenny King, PB2 on all of them. Kenny King, PB2. It's not because I like peanut butter. It's pretty boy pitbull. So, uh, you know, shoot me, send me a follow, shoot me a shout, and, uh, and I'm most likely going to interact with you unless you say something stupid. Well, thank you so much for doing the show today. Back in a moment, everybody, Wrestling Observer Live. Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week, and I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721-855-715-5721-855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin. UVB rays burn. And both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. 
and you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. I want to thank Kenny King for doing the show here today. ROHWrestling.com is a place to go. If you are interested in the Ring of Honor Pure Tournament, all the information is up there, who's in it. And there's a link. It says, Watch. And you hit that button, and you can watch the television on the website. If, for example, you don't have a Sinclair affiliate, etc. They've also got the Honor Club. You can go back and watch pay-per-views and their their full library. So check it out, ROHWrestling.com. And as noted, tonight we have got AW and NXT head-to-head. So tomorrow here on this program, Mike and I will be talking both shows and we'll be looking for your feedback as well. Can't wait till tomorrow. As always, Dave Meltzer and I will do a full recap of both shows, plus talk all of the news tonight for subscribers at WrestlingObserver.com. Subscribers get full access not only to all of the new shows, but our 12,000-show archive. That is not a verbal typo. We have 12,000 podcasts on the website dating back to 2005. <laughs> One early big audio nightmare is about 11,000 of those. That's a long time and a lot of shows. So if you like this show, I promise you'll love a subscription. Check it out, WrestlingObserver.com. And we're at it, everybody. want to thank Mike, as always, callers and listeners, all y'all at the studio, Twitch homies, the mightier 1090. We'll talk to you next time, Wrestling Observer Live.